Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today is Thursday, December 1st, 2022. Coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. We live in Georgia, where there's only one day left early morning. They are doing all they can to turn, especially African Americans. Talk about that. The Unity Prayer Breakfast today in Georgia, we're Senator Raphael Luna, the package indicator. We were there, we will show you that. So, folks, this. We are leading a rally in Atlanta, Food Center One. We go there and carry his remark right here. The Supreme Court has agreed to make a decision of whether or not President Joe Biden can give student loans. We'll give the update on that. So, a, a delay in the ruling regarding the Black Freaks in Oklahoma. We were there last night. We'll tell you about that as well. And plus, the road to the Spike Championship. Jim Morris continues to talk to the student government leader at Southern University about students are feeling about their school playing Jackson State on Saturday in Jackson, Mississippi. It is the brand of Martin Alpulture on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the find. And when it breaks, he's right on time and it's rolling.
All right, folks, this is a live look at the rally in Atlanta. The president will be speaking shortly in support of U.S. Senator Raphael Warren. He, of course, is in a room to give birth to Warren. There's one day left of early voting, and they are doing all they can to push as many people as to go to the Let's dip into this rally and hear what is being said right now. King. I'm a 21-year-old political science and marketing student at the illustrious Morehouse College. My family, both my mom and my dad's side, are from Sierra Leone, West Africa. <laughs> and my siblings and I are first generations born and raised in this sweet peach state of Georgia. You know, I just want this to be an honest conversation a safe space for us to determine what this state and country's people need together to make sure that we elect the most qualified and capable candidate to Senate. I believe that we deserve a well-studied, thoroughly experienced, and passionate person to represent us and tackle the issues that Americans face every day. And luckily for us, I heard Senator Warnock is intact. See, in my case, like many Americans, I carry the heavy burden of student loan debt. I got my student loan relief program approval literally the same day I got invited to speak here, and I couldn't help but think, would I even be having that if it wasn't for someone like Reverend Warnock sitting in that seat in Senate fighting for students like myself? <laughs> I also was in the hospital. I was sick for two weeks in the hospital. You know how expensive those bills are. You know, I was able to be relieved because of people like Raphael Warnock sitting inside of our Senate and making sure that we are being helped medically, financially, that are showing up for us and taking care of the people. I have a mother, I have a sister, I have a niece, aunts and cousins I would do anything for. I love them, I learn from them, and mostly I protect them. And I've heard some things about the other candidate that makes me wonder how he would treat every single one of us if he feels comfortable treating his own family like that. Senator Warnock, however, is a well-rounded Morehouse man, an honest man of God, and a proactive thought leader. Although I don't have to tell you that because you already sensed it when you voted for him and made him the first black African-American to be elected to Senate in Georgia. Now, what 
was out on the ground having real conversations with the people of Georgia, taking on the fight to lower the prices of prescription drugs, while he was advocating for the people of this state and paving a road towards new and improved tomorrow for students like myself, I don't have to wonder what the other candidate was doing. He said it himself. He was learning werewolves can beat vampires. No, 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 wait. He was polishing his debate props, completely making a mockery of the true bravery and commitment displayed by our force. Or maybe he was up at night watching something he knew was stupid but continued to watch anyway. And now the state of Georgia is unfortunately faced to do the same thing watching him run for Senate. However, like I said before, today we have a choice. We have a choice to change the channel because we have a vote. Today, we have a choice and a chance. A chance to reinforce the fact that this generation of young people are no longer amused, nor will be fooled by political stunts and less than dignified antics by self-serving candidates. We do care. We do understand the power of our presence at the polls, and we will vote. Because if we lose the fire, the passion, the dedication to get out and vote now, we will be left unheard and overlooked for six long years. Take this moment right now to be reminded of the effects of passionate people marching to the polls as one, and the sacrifices made by those who came before us to make that possible. A vote for Herschel Walker is a vote towards a six-year circus. But if you believe that this beautiful, historic state deserves a true senator representing us, vote Senator Raphael Warnock back into Senate. Do not stop now, because it is up to us to finish this race, and the polls are our finish line. I'll leave you with the ever-so-honest words of our 44th President, Barack Obama. The future rewards those who press on. I don't have time to feel sorry for myself. I don't have time to complain. I'm going to press on. I pray you all do the same and get back to the polls. Because today, we vote for a better tomorrow. And I can't wait to see you all there. Thank you. We're going to continue to monitor this particular uh, event. Uh, so we'll send a Warnock come. Can you hear me now? That's better. All right. Give us a sense of again, the folks who don't realize, uh, just just the uh, just the, the enthusiasm, the number of people casting back early. One more day left is already two million. Yes, there is a lot of enthusiasm around this runoff. You know, 
part of the reason why we're seeing such record turnout, of course, is because the runoff window was condensed, which means there are fewer days for people to vote early in person. So as a result, we're seeing very robust turnout in the limited days that are available. But it does show that voters, you know, are still very engaged in this runoff. They know that there is still a lot at stake for both parties. They are very invested in wanting their candidate to win. And that has resulted in big turnout. But unfortunately, it's also resulted in some long lines at polling places all week. As you noted, there's one more day of early voting on Friday. Um, have we seen any idea in terms of where these they from Democrats any idea? So I think I think what you asked was, you know, where the turnout is, if it's Democratic or Republican leaning. And I will tell you, both parties say that there are, are things in the early voting turnout that they're encouraged by. You know, Republicans noted that some of the counties with the highest percentage of turnout, just percentage-wise, were Republican-leaning counties. But they were smaller counties population-wise. So some of the bigger counties that have had the biggest turnout in raw voter numbers are those Democratic-leaning counties. Again, Democrats were very fired up because of that whole debate over whether early voting on the Saturday after Thanksgiving would be allowed. Republican officials that control the elections in Georgia said it wouldn't be allowed. But Democrats and Warnock's campaign sued. They were successful in the courts. And so when that early voting, which was it was still an option, both Saturday and Sunday, it was optional. So there were Republican-leaning and Democratic counties that took advantage of that early voting. But it seemed that the early voting overall benefited Democrats. Democrats more. Those again, those Democratic leaning counties have the larger population and had uh, more of an advantage, especially on the weekend. And one of the things, Tia, that we are seeing here, we've been again, and it is a lot of enthusiasm. But it's also the grassroots group really, you know, beating the door to make sure that people know what's going on. It's not just the campaign. Yeah. So you mentioned grassroots and we're seeing that, you know, again, both parties are very invested. So on the Republican side, for example, Governor Kemp, who we know won his election outright after the general election, he lent his kind of door knocking organizing campaign to Herschel Walker. Mitch McConnell's apparatus is paying for it but it's Kemp's on-the-ground operation. And then on the Democratic side, Warnock has a lot more money that he has raised, so he has a lot more money to spend. He has a very robust on-the-ground operation. But we see all these grassroots organizations, Black Voters Matter, um, the New Georgia Project. There are organizations specifically speaking to the AAPI community. Um, the um, Michelle Obama's uh, Get Out the Vote campaign, which again is nonpartisan, but you know, we're seeing so many organizations working to get people to the polls, make sure that if the lines are long, there are resources there to keep people engaged. They're knocking on doors, they're sending the text messages, they're doing everything to try to turn out as many people as possible. 
Well, I'll tell you, we were uh, we saw it yesterday where uh, the group uh, Georgia stand up. They had the food trucks, they had the snacks, and we were across the street from the voting location. They were circumventing that new Georgia law that said you couldn't hand out uh, folks in line, uh, but they were actually doing their part. And so we're seeing folks, and, and a lot of people just say, well, because of the national turnout, you see, you can't call it voter suppression. The voter suppression is not turnout. It's making it harder for folks to vote. People are still jumping over those hurdles. Right. And that's, you know, people like Stacey Abrams all along, that's what they've been complaining about Senate Bill 202, which is that election overhaul that Republicans passed after Democrats were so successful in 2020 in the 2021 runoffs. And this is a consequence that those who oppose Senate Bill 202 said would be a said would happen. You know, again, a shorter runoff window just by design means fewer early voting days, which means that those who want to early vote are going to be compressed. Um, and again, like you said, Senate Bill 202 made it clear that you can't pass out food and water to people standing in line near polling places. So what these grassroots organizations are doing is saying, OK, if the if the rule is 150 feet, we're going to go to 155 feet and we're going to set up our stations and make sure people know they can come to us and get what they need. So just like with everything else, those groups that have to adhere to the law are finding ways to do so. And um, but at the same time, waiting in line is waiting in line. You know, anecdotally, we are hearing that it is difficult at times. You know, if someone is going on their lunch break and they only have an hour and the line is two hours long, then that means they have to leave and come back. And if the race is close, then those types of barriers, if there are enough people who say those barriers kept them from voting, that could be enough people to swing a close race. And that's always been the concern about Senate Bill 202. All right, Tia Mitchell, surely appreciate it. Thanks a lot for uh, joining us. Thank you. Uh, folks, I want to do this here. I'm going to go to a break and come back. I'm going to bring in our panel. And also, we'll uh, check back into the rally. And then President Barack Obama will be voting as we speak in Atlanta on behalf of U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock who is uh, seeking to be elected to a full six-year turn uh, against Herschel Walker. You're watching Will Martin Unfiltered literally on the road here in Georgia. Uh, we'll be right back on the network. Is it just me? Or does it feel like we've been here before? The whole country's finished voting and only us left. You'd think Herschel Walker would want to explain what he'd do in the Senate if he actually wants to represent Georgia. Instead, he repeats the same lies, trying to distract from what we all know is true about him. But I think Georgians will see his ads for what they are. Don't you? I'm Raphael Warnock, and yes, we're doing this again. That's why I approve this message. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, inflation is on the rise. Interest rates are high. Can you still thrive during these uncertain times? On the next Get Wealthy, you're gonna meet a woman who's done just that, living proof of what you need to do to flourish during these uncertain times. These are times where you take advantage of what's going on. This is how people get rich or richer. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. 
always said all skin folk ain't kin folk. Georgia, we don't need a senator who's against reparations. Reparations teach separation. Slavery ended over 130 years ago. We don't need this. I am work with many police officers. And we sure don't need this. I want to be a leader like him. Walker wants to be like Trump and will fight harder for him than he will for us. We don't need a Walker. Paid for by Black Voters Matter Action Pack. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, we welcome the Black Star Network's very own Roland Martin, who joins us to talk about his new book, White Fear, how the browning of America is making white folks lose their minds. The book explains so much about what we're going through in this country right now and how, as white people head toward becoming a racial minority, it's going to get, well, Let's just say even more interesting. We are going to see more violence. We're going to see more vitriol because as each day passes, it's, it, it is a nail in that coffin. The one and only Roland Martin on the next Black Table right here on the Black Star Network. Hi, I'm Vivian Green. Hi, I'm Wendell Pierce, actor and author of The Wind in the Reeds. Hey, yo, Peace World, what's going on? It's the Love King of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. Here in Georgia, on the road here in Georgia, where it is one day left of early voting. That's tomorrow. Then election day is Tuesday, uh, December 6th. This is a split screen you're seeing. Uh, rally of the President Barack Obama is holding in Atlanta for Raphael Warnock. We'll go back to that rally when the next speaker comes up. I want to bring on my panel right now, Erica Savage, founder of the Reframe Brain, uh, Reese Colbert, founder of Black Women Views, Dr. Greg Carr, Department of African-American Studies at Howard University. Uh, Erica, I'll go to you first of all to the control room. Keep me abreast of what's happening uh, with the rally. Uh, I'll go to you, Erica. Uh, you, you, you're from Georgia. Uh, the the Walmart folks really, really, really are focused on the outlying areas, not just uh, the major metro areas, not just Atlanta, not just Savannah, the large cities, Augusta. They really Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Really have been in Swainsboro, Statesboro, Albany, Sandersville, Columbus. We can go on and on. Because what we saw in the general election, we saw black turnout in a lot of those places. Again, Sandersville is an example. Black turnout was 48%. They really want to get those places where you have, you know, 20,000, 25,000 people to be able to bump those margins up. Absolutely. And I just want to say thank you again, Roland, uh, for being on the road. Everybody that's there with the Rural Mobile, you've definitely um, been to many counties in Georgia, my hometown of Albany, Georgia. And you are right, listening to the conversation that you and Tia were have talking about this specific election, you know, Georgia was doing the work of democracy before insurrectionists stormed the Capitol on January 6th. They were out in the runoff. And it's so exciting to see the reports. You know, we look at the top of the week. We had half a million Georgians that voted in a runoff election. Um, on Monday, um, uh, the Secretary of State's office reported that over 300,000 Georgians had voted on that day, breaking a world, uh, breaking the George, Georgia's record before, which was like 233,000 uh, early voting in one day. So uh, you think about all of the students that are home for the holidays. Uh, they were out. Um, working with those groups that you and Tia talked about, those local groups, groups like 9 to 5, New Georgia Project, y'all mentioned. Black Voters Matter has been saturated um, throughout the state of Georgia for quite some time. So all of those efforts and things that we've been talking about on Roland Martin Unfiltered, the work that you have been doing in person, yourself on the ground, many, many days, months, and weeks out of the year, the fruit of that effort is what we're seeing in the Senate runoff um, that was triggered because neither of the candidates got over the 50 percent margin. So I just want to say that this is really um, the way that we have to keep this uh, pretty much going forward. As the young man said, uh, for Morehouse, Gen Z has really engaged this vote. And so the efforts that the young man talked about is that he said the poll lines are the finish line. It's actually the beginning, but for them to already have a thinking that this is something, this is a race, um, that it is actually a marathon, that we have to keep the pace because we're not just looking at this election, we're looking at um, many elections to come, the general, and especially having someone in office that is going to carry the, the concerns of not just a hostile domestic terrorist group, but that of democracy and the will of the people. So it's very encouraging, very proud of my home state to um, be turning up and be doing what they do, specifically on the Senate runoff election, where uh, the stakes are so critical, not just for Georgia, but for the entire country. You know, Reese, uh, we stopped by Fort Valley State. 
uh, um, Warnock is being used, the Kennesaw State, Georgia State, especially, uh, you know, the HBCU. And when you talk about those young boys on, I saw a story two days ago, 75% of under 30 in Texas did not vote in the last campaign. And that was just an astounding number. Uh, and the thing that we keep talking about here, candidates and campaigns are going to have to figure out how to directly engage voters like that, because you, that really uh, how you're going to be able to win these races. Uh, because you have to be able to reach the folks who say, hey, I don't really see uh, these issues being important. But you need to understand they're part of the process, but you've got to talk to them in a way to reel them in. And I think that's one of the things that's also important uh, over the next several days. The Warnock campaign, uh, they're going to be dispatching a lot of artists all across uh, the state, uh, holding concerts in multiple cities. And and not only uh, not only Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then multiple concerts happening on Monday as well. I mean, they, they are pulling all the stuff out because at the end of the day, come Tuesday, that's it. There's no more campaigning. It's all about voting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the the, the key for Democrats is capacity and maximizing the capacity of their voters. When 75 percent of voters or 25 percent of voters stay home, then Democrats are going to have a lot of ground to make up. It's an uphill battle. And I've seen in polling where Raphael Warnock, Senator Warnock, is um, strongest with people under 50. But when you look at what the Republicans are promising to do, just yesterday, I think it was Senator Thune, said that the Republicans in the Senate are going to try to use the debt ceiling as a manner of cutting Social Security and Medicare. These are issues that are extremely important to seniors. And so what is not clicking for some reason is that um, with Republicans in power and Herschel Walker is a rubber stamp on the Republican agenda, seniors are particularly vulnerable here. And so I think that um, for the for the older population, they really need to be hammering home things like health care, things like insulin that Senator Warnock has really championed to bring the cost down, as well as other prescriptions, um, benefits being uh, prescription out of cost being limited to $2,000. And so there's Reese, that uh, part. Reese, hold tight one second. Hold on one second. Um, okay. uh, there's a live shot here uh, of Senator Warnock, uh, who is speaking at the Let's go to Atlanta. This way, tonight, on the 67th anniversary of a day when Rosa Parks sat down. And when Rosa Parks sat down, Martin Luther King Jr. and the people of Montgomery, Alabama stood up and changed America. I want you to think about that as we ask you to vote, because the people of Montgomery stood together for some 381 days and by some stroke of destiny mingled with human fortitude and determination they bent the ark a little bit closer to justice. 
We stand tonight on their shoulders. And then in 2021, hi, baby, how are you? In 2021, inspired by movements like that, we built a multiracial, multi-ethnic, multi-religious coalition that sent the first African-American senator and the first Jewish senator to the United States Senate in one Then you, you stood up again during this last general election. And on November 8th, you made sure my campaign finished first. But here's the thing. Even though you made sure my campaign finished first, that doesn't matter if you don't dig even deeper, work even harder, build a movement that's even stronger, and deliver the victory for the people of Georgia on December 6th. Are you ready to win this election? It's time to vote. It's time to vote. Listen, I'm inspired by this strong early vote turnout. I am. But I don't want us to be lulled to sleep. The other side is already playing games. Have you thought about it? We saw record voter turnout last weekend, but don't forget what we had to do just so that could happen. At first, they said the counties could not vote on last Saturday. They said that the law would not allow it. They said, we're sorry, but our hands a time. And so we thought about it and then we sued them. because this is important for the work we must do. I need you to understand how determined the opposition is. Remember, they said their hands were tied. We sued them, and the judge untied their hands. And then they showed us their hands by appealing the judge's ruling. And we won again. And they appealed again. And we won again. 
And all weekend and over the last several days, we have seen a diverse and variegated sea of humanity showing up in DeKalb County, in Fulton County, in Cobb County, in Gwinnett County, in Chatham County. And we've got to keep on showing up. We've got to keep on voting. We cannot let up, my beloved, not even for one moment. We've got to keep our foot on the gas all the way to victory. Are you ready to win this election? So, as I ask you to vote, I want you to remember what your vote did the last time. Because you showed up the last time. We passed the single largest tax cut for middle and working class families in American history. It's called the Expanded Child Tax Credit. Because you showed up the last time. We invested in our veterans' benefits because those who fight for us shouldn't have to fight with us to get the benefits they deserve. Because you showed up the last time, we invested in domestic manufacturing because we shouldn't be waiting on chips to come from China. We ought to be making those chips right here in the United States of America. Because you showed up the last time, we capped the cost of insulin and capped the cost of prescription drugs because, because you showed up the last time. We sent a black woman named Katanja Brown Jackson to the United States. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. your vote is your voice and your voice is your human dignity. That's right. Vote Warnock. Tell them tell them that that democracy tell them that democracy is the political enactment of a spiritual idea. This notion that each of us has within us a spark of the divine. We were created in what the theologians call the Imago Dei, the image of God. And if you're not given to that kind of religious language, that's all right. Our tent is big. Put it this way, we each have value. And if we have value, then we ought to have a voice in the direction of the country and our destiny within it. Georgia, it's time to raise your voice because, because this race, this race is about character and competence. political differences. That's part of what makes this country a great country. But let me tell you, in my race, this is not about Republican and Democrat. This is not about right and left. This is about the difference between right and wrong. this state and I I love you I love this state and I believe in my bones I believe in my soul that Georgians Republicans and Democrats if we're honest I believe in my soul that Georgia knows 
that Georgia is better than Herschel Walker. tell me to be kind, and I don't mind, I don't mind giving credit where credit is due. Herschel Walker was an amazing athlete, an amazing football player, he created a lot of energy at the University of Georgia. He was an amazing running back. And come next Tuesday, we're going to send him running back to Texas. when he says in closing, let me say, let me say in closing that you know, you must know that, that I want to work for you. I clearly want this job, not, not for me, but because it gives me a chance to continue my life project of public service in a new way. Here's why you know I want this job. This is the fifth time my name has been on the ballot in less than two years for the same doggone job. And the first time my name was on the ballot, I finished first. right there the big difference between a Raphael Warnock and a Herschel Walker. Absolutely. And I know we're about to hear from the 44th president. Uh, 
Herschel Jr. Walker is an embarrassment to the country and to himself. But at the end there, and I know we're going to listen to President Obama, so I'll just end with this for now. Um, what we just saw was Warnock tapping into that true preacher tradition. He did the job right there. That shade was exquisite. I'm sure Obama, everybody loves hearing Obama. We're going to hear him now. But what you just heard, whatever Obama's going to say, in contrast, the preacher just left the podium. And he just sealed yeah. the deal without calling that man anything. You send your ass running back to Texas, bro. And he used his mama to do it. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was Let's go back to the rally Georgia. Here's President Barack Obama. You get a buy one, get one free deal on elections this year. But I'm here today for the same reason that I was here the last time. To ask you to vote one more time for my friend and your outstanding senator, Raphael Warnock. Now, I know a lot of folks have been voting early over the last few days. That is a good thing. That is an encouraging thing. But you knew there was a but. Plenty of folks haven't voted yet. Tomorrow is the last day for early voting. And then we need to get people out to the polls on Tuesday which means we've still got work to do. And you know what? I'm counting on you to do it. A lot of you, a lot of you may be feeling pretty good because a few weeks ago, people turned out to vote, and as a result, Democrats still have control of the Senate. And because of some really concerted efforts in a lot of important states, many of the most egregious, potentially dangerous, and let's face it, somewhat crazy, folks, election deniers, got beat. That's the good news. It turns out that most Americans prefer leaders who want to bring people together to solve real problems, as opposed to conspiracy theorists and fear mongers. That makes me somewhat optimistic. It's good to know that folks would prefer normal to Looney Tunes. That's a good thing. But, and you knew there was a but, I'm here to tell you that we can't let up. I'm here to tell you we can't tune out. We can't be complacent. We have to run through the tape. And that means all of us doing our part to make sure that Raphael Warnock goes back to being the United States Senator from the great state of Georgia. And, and, and I know you can do it because you've done it before. Last year, 
Last year, last year you didn't just send one, you sent two Democrats to the Senate. John Ossoff, Reverend Warnock. And because of what you did, you made all this progress possible. Don't let up. <laughs> You've been listening. She's been paying attention. How, how old are you? You're four years old. Four years old, and she understands you can't let up. She, she, she could have just summarized my entire talk. Out of the mouth of babes. If voters here in Georgia had stayed home two years ago, Republicans would have kept control of the Senate. And they would have blocked every single piece of legislation that President Biden and the Democrats ended up passing. It would have been their top priority. In fact, it probably would have been their only priority. But that's not what happened because of, because of you, because you did not get weary. Because you did not act like everything was over. Democrats took back the Senate and were eventually able to translate that into people's lives being better in concrete ways. Because of you, President Biden and the Democrats, they didn't just rebuild the economy and keep unemployment low during the pandemic. They passed a law that would lower health care costs and prescription drug prices. They passed an infrastructure bill that will put people back to work. They passed the first major gun safety legislation in 30 years. They made the biggest investment in clean energy in our history. That happened because of you, Georgia. And now we need you to do it again. Because for all the progress we've made, we all know we've got a lot of work to do. Right now, too many folks in Georgia and all across the country, they're still hurting. They're still struggling to pay the bills. Parents are still worried about their kids' safety. Too many Americans are wondering if their freedoms could be taken away. And the question is, who's going, who's going to actually do something about it? Who's going to fight for you? Is it the party whose main agenda is cutting taxes for the rich and big corporations? The party that wants to gut Social Security and Medicare? Flood our streets with more guns? Decide who you love, when you should start a family? Or is it the party that's trying to put people back to work and lower costs? and make health care more affordable, and keep our communities safe, and save our planet, and give every woman the ability to make her own decisions about her life. That's the choice in this election. That's what's at stake. And you know, the other side knows this. You heard what...
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A and E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Reverend Warnock was talking about. They've spent millions of dollars here in Georgia over the past few weeks trying to get folks to get their folks to show up and and get you to stay home. Because they know they don't have winning ideas, their strategy is to scare you and confuse you and bamboozle you, run the okie doke on you, and make you believe that your vote does not matter. Am I right, Mayor? I am right. Here's the thing. That only works if you let it. You have the power to decide this election. You have the power to determine the course of this country. And if you work hard between now and Tuesday, if you get out to vote, but just as importantly, you get everybody that you know out to vote, then nobody's going to stop you. You, what the, Go ahead. What's your name? Karan. And you said we've got the power? That's that four-year-old again. She's, she's still paying attention. It's a boy. He, it's a boy. He just got long hair. You got the power? He's only four. And he's making sense. Now, there, there are just a couple of more things I got to clear up here. Karan may already know this but some of the rest of you may not. Some folks are asking, well, if Democrats already have control of the Senate, why, why does this matter? What's the, what's the difference between 50 and 51? 
The answer is a lot. Let me, let me break it down for you. An extra senator gives Democrats more breathing room on important bills. It prevents one person from holding up everything. And it also puts us in a better position a couple years from now when you've got another election, but the Senate map is going to be tilted in the favor of Republicans. And it'll help prevent Republicans from getting a filibuster-proof majority that could allow them to do things like passing a federal abortion ban. So, so that one vote in the Senate could make all the difference. But you know what? There's one more reason. And it's the biggest reason. 51 is better than 50 because it means Reverend Warnock will keep representing you in Washington. That's the best reason. That's the, that's the number one reason. He was wondering if I was going to get to that. Come on, Reverend, you know I got your back. Let, 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 let me talk about Warnock just a second. Let me say good things about Warnock. Let, let me testify. As your senator, Reverend Warnock hasn't been off chasing wacky conspiracy theories. He has not been drumming up fear and division. He's been, you know, Washington, they, 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 they talk about some folks being show horses and some folks being workhorses. And you got a workhorse here. He's been working to lower prescription drug costs. He's been working to boost manufacturing jobs. He's been working to make sure that our veterans who serve this country honorably have the care that they need. He's been standing up for democracy. He's been protecting a woman's right to determine her own destiny. Your Warner is a workhorse. And he also is a class act. Right? You just like the man. Because you, you sense his integrity when you talk to him. He's, he's not just hard work and he's God fearing. He's a community serving person. He tells the truth. Sticks to his word. Treats it with decency and respect, no matter how high or how low. Deals honorably even with those who oppose him. Vote for Quran also once again summarized, said vote for Warnock. I'm telling you, this young man, he can A's, straight A's in this class. Now, on, on the other side, you got Mr. Walker. All right, don't boo now. Hey, I, I told you all that. I told you the last time. Can't nobody hear you boo. 
but they can hear your vote. All right, all right. So, so you got Mr. Walker. Look, I was here last time. I think I made clear my thoughts on Mr. Walker. He, I, 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 I had to acknowledge, and, and you know, some of you, you know, have, everybody here has pretty good home training, right? And so, you know, you're always reticent if you don't have something nice to say about somebody. You, sh you don't say it. So I talked about what a good football player he had been. But I also had to acknowledge that I did not think he had either the competence, the character, the track record of service that would justify him representing Georgia in the United States Senate. Now, if, if you had forgotten what I said the last time, it's okay because you just have to wait a minute. He reminds you every time he opens his mouth. I mean, every day. Every day he comes up with something. Every day. Since the last time I was here, <laughs> since the last time I was here, Mr. Walker has been talking about issues that are of great importance to the people of Georgia. Like whether it's better to be a vampire or a werewolf. This is a debate that I must confess I once had myself. <laughs> when I was seven. Then I grew up. In case you're wondering, by the way, Mr. Walker decided he wanted to be a werewolf, which is great. As far as I'm concerned, he can be anything he wants to be, except for a United States Senator. Since the last time I, since the last time I was here, apparently he also claimed that he used to let me beat him at basketball. But then he admitted that we've never actually met. So I guess this was more of an imaginary whooping that I laid on him. Now, listen, this would be funny if he weren't running for Senate. We all know some folks in our lives who we don't wish them ill will. They say crazy stuff. We're like, well, you know, Uncle Joe, you know what happened to him. You know, it's okay. It, it, they're part of the family. But you don't give them serious responsibilities. When you spend more time thinking about horror movie fantasies than you do thinking about the people you want to represent, that says something about your priorities. When again and again you serve up bald-faced lies, just make stuff up, that says something about the kind of person you are and the kind of leader you would be if you were in the United States Senate. 
So Georgia, look, I, I'm not telling you something you don't know. You deserve a senator you can be proud of. Somebody who will talk straight to you. Somebody who will fight for you. Somebody who will garner respect in Washington. Somebody like Reverend Warnock who's been doing it responsibly and conscientiously and effectively, not just in the Senate, not just in the last few years, but his entire adult life. So that's why you need to get out and vote. That's why you can't let up. Because change doesn't happen in one election. It doesn't even happen in two elections. It doesn't even happen in five elections. Change only happens if you keep organizing, keep voting, keep mobilizing, keep educating, keep speaking up, keep working hard to make change happen. Imagine looking back in history. Right after the Emancipation Proclamation, imagine if all the abolitionists and the civil rights activists had said, oh, everything's going to be okay now, let's go home. Imagine if after some women, not all women, but some women, got the right to vote, organizers said, oh, all right, I got mine. We're all equal now. Our work is done here. Imagine where we would be. If we want real progress, if we want lasting progress, we can't be satisfied with one victory because victories are always incomplete. History doesn't just move in a straight line and move sideways. Sometimes it moves backwards when we're not vigilant, when we're not working. So we can't allow ourselves to get tired. We need sustained effort. And by the way, not just on Election Day, but every day in between. And when I, when I think about that vigilance, when I think about that stick-to-itness, when I think about finishing the job, there are a couple people that come to mind. The first is Georgia's own my friend John Lewis. So, so, so he, he and other SNCC workers were my inspiration for going into public service. I, I, was, I was two years old when they were mobilized. I, I was on the other side of the world, but, but they, they were my inspiration. Because armed with nothing more than a backpack and the truth, John Lewis helped lead a long march towards freedom. At the age of 23. And so I had a chance to meet my hero when I was in law school. I was at that point 26, 27. And when I met him, he was everything I had hoped he would be. He was humble, and he was kind, and he was generous, and he took 
a long moment to, to talk to me and encourage me. Despite all that he had accomplished, he had no airs about it. But what struck me most about John was not his incredible heroism as a young man, but it's how he kept on marching and protesting. Even after he was elected to Congress, he's getting arrested in front of the, the South African embassy. He kept standing up for what was right one decade, two decades, three just kept on going, even when his cause was unpopular, even when the spotlight had moved off him. In fact, the last time I saw John was at a virtual town hall that our foundation had organized in the wake of the George Floyd murder. And it was about a month before he passed. He was already ailing. You could tell he did not feel well. But he considered it his duty to stand with a new generation of actors and to help guide them in a principled and inclusive way and remind them that although wrongs needed to be righted, that it needed to be righted with nonviolence and with love and empathy and compassion. Here he was a, a month before he was about to die, and he, he kept on going. So that's one person. The other person who comes to mind when I think about persistence is a woman named Ann Nixon Cooper. I talked about her in my first presidential election. You remember I, we had Grant Park, and I, I talked contacted us to tell us, to let us know that she had voted for me at 106 years old. She, 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 had, she, had, she had figured out, no, I'm going to cast this vote. And I spoke about just trying to imagine everything she had gone through, everything. All right, folks, the feed from Atlanta uh, froze, so we're trying to uh, get that fixed. Uh, Erica, Reese, and Greg is still here. Uh, $2.89. $2.89. Folks, uh, let me know when uh, we have that feedback. Um, uh, what you see there is I, I, you, you see the contrast, but you also see, you know, um, uh, both Warnock and uh, Obama trying to be as respectful as possible. But no one we're dealing with somebody who really has no no business uh, running. Uh, folks, is the feedback? Okay, we'll go back to the feed. We'll come back to the panel. Go ahead. One became an elected official serving a congressional district here in Georgia with great honor. The other...
So, yes, we're still trying to get this straight. So, Erica, it's clear that they know George, this man has no business representing Georgia in the United States Senate. Yeah, um, you know, listening to President Obama um, be very slow and methodical about the way that he laid his shade out around, um, you know, Herschel Walker, really, you know, while laughable at some points, it really did speak to the level of disrespect uh, that Republicans have uh, for Georgians, specifically black Georgians, but Republicans as a whole. We've talked about this on, uh, talked about this on this platform um, over and over again about what Republicans' goals are, and it's raw, naked, unhinged, at any cost power. It, you know, their God is whomever that authoritarian is that they place in control. They're godless. It has nothing to do with the message of faith or belief. This is about power. This is about them being to, being able to lord over people. And, you know, Georgians have had their fill of this for quite some time. When you think about this party at its height, you know, have weaponized uh, the presidency. They've weaponized the senator with Lindsey Graham, um, still kind of in somewhat of a, uh, a, you know, court loop there with having to testify about um, the cause and what he was doing with regard to the 2020 senatorial collect, um, election that Senator Warnock and um, Ossoff were involved in then. So when we think about how Republicans have said um, loudly that they give zero fucks and that they will back someone who is unfit to do anything, um, quite frankly, especially when you're talking about such a serious branch of government, that uh, it is really um, incumbent on those who are um, registered to vote to continue to um, pull their efforts and making sure other people get to the poll, but also for continuing to highlight that this is who Republicans are. Mainstream media is obsessed with fawning over them, being in the bed with them, um, redressing them, propping them up in our faces. But to have a strong rejection and to make sure programming and platforms such as Roland Martin Unfiltered continue to bring forward truth um, to help people prepare for the battles ahead, I think, are um, definitely something that Georgians are resonating with. So this is indeed... Um, you know, what President Obama is doing is really kind of um, a bit of addressing because a lot of the work has um, already been done. And Georgians um, are really about the business of making sure that democracy uh, goes forward with all of the efforts that we're seeing here presently. Control room, do we have the feedback? If we so, let's go back to the... Go back to the... Not only will we keep Georgia and America on a... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. 
The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. That's a better future. But we will be setting an example for a four-year-old right here. And laying a foundation for him to build on. And that one-year-old over there... President Barack Obama has concluded uh, his remarks. He's there on stage with uh, Georgia United States Senator Raphael Warnock, uh, who is uh, trying to win uh, his six-year term. Remember, uh, in 2020, uh, he was he won to complete the uh, expired term of Johnny Isaacson. There was only two years left. Uh, Senator John Ossoff won a six-year term when he defeated uh, David Perdue. And so uh, this is what Warnock uh, is uh, is trying to do. Uh, this is the last major rally uh, in terms of before early voting. Early voting ends tomorrow, Reese, here in Georgia. Uh, but there are a number of other people uh, coming in uh, to uh, Georgia entertainers, uh, singers, and actors. Dulé Hill uh, was in Columbus today. Uh, you've got Bishop Vastai McKenzie coming in, Tasha Cobbs-Leonard coming in, Israel Houghton coming in. Uh, other people have been reaching out and calling uh, the Warnock campaign saying, hey, I want to come in. What can I do? Uh, they understand the stakes uh, here, uh, and they're pulling out all stops, and literally, you're going to have multiple uh, events happening across uh, Georgia uh, between now and Election Day recent. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the rallying of the troops, but I have to stop for a second and say, this is fucking ridiculous. I think this is just fucking ridiculous that we have to beg and plead and pull out the stops this hard for an election that should be a landslide. We're talking about a distinguished senator, a pastor of Dr. King's church against a serial violent abuser alleged, okay, we'll say that, a serial abortionist, a pathological liar, a person who might possibly have brain damage, I'm not trying to be ableist with that, but he does not seem to have his faculties there, who waxes poetic about vampires and bulls and cows and werewolves and shit, and who's literally a walking stereotype of every disgraceful stereotype you have about black men. Just because he won a Heisman, this motherfucker is in the running because he's Republican. This is really embarrassing 
this is really gross. And this is really disgraceful and disheartening that we have to try this damn hard to even get Senator Warnock past the, the finish line. I mean, right now, they're, they're basically tied, 49 to 47. Thank God he is wiping the floor with Herschel Walker in the early vote. But in the same day, in the election day polling, War Walker um, is, is leading. And so I, I go back to um, Erica's point earlier about pacing and making sure that we don't let up going into election day. If you vote it to early, great. Take somebody to the polls on election day. You know, do some text banking, do some phone banking, because there is a lot at stake, not just even for the sake of what's going to happen in the Senate, but for just the sake of black people not looking like fucking idiots every time Herschel Walker is representing us in the damn U.S. Senate. I mean, a four-year-old has more sense than Herschel Walker does. And I'll just say this. God forbid this motherfucker wins. All I have to say is I don't want to hear shit policing anything about any other black person. I don't want to hear nothing about bonnets. I don't want to hear nothing about how much I curse. I don't want to hear nothing about anything that black people are doing anywhere else because this motherfucker got in office despite being completely unfit and disgraced. But with that being said, please, for the 11th million time, y'all, vote. If you're voting already, thank you. If you haven't voted, please get your ass out there and vote. And please take 10 other people with you that are eligible. We don't need no damn voter fraud shit. But take people that are eligible to vote. And I know y'all out there because only 50% of y'all voted in uh, on election day on um, November 8th or whatever day it was. So please, people, vote so we can shut the hell up about this for at least six more years when it comes to Georgia. Well, but here's the thing, Greg, and I certainly understand uh, Reese's sentiment. Uh, but the reality is there are a significant number of people uh, in this country who feel as if uh, they have been left out, ignored, that their vote uh, actually is a waste of time. Uh, this is one of the reasons why Reverend Dr. William Barber and others have talked about Democrats stop chasing voters in the suburbs, really go after those low-income uh, poor workers, speak to their interests, uh, young voters as well. Um, and, and it also shows you, and again, it's, you know, it's, it's been driving me crazy going to these small towns and when I start asking about the numbers and then folks tell me 40% turnout and 45 and 47 and 48, uh, just the other day, uh, Gary Chambers called me and we had a long conversation uh, and it, it was just abysmal talking about the low turnout of black voters in Georgia. I still think about 2018 when we were in Mississippi with, uh, with Mike Espy, an unbelievable candidate who loses to an absolute idiot, Cindy Hyde Smith, by 65,000 votes. And there were more than 65,000 African-Americans in Mississippi who did not vote. Uh, and even in the general election, you get a black woman running for governor. You have an African-American man in Warnock on the ballot for a senator. And you're not seeing black turnout in these places uh, at 65, 70, 75, 80, 85 uh, percent. And so it is disheartening. But I think at the same time, what it what it does is it causes us to say we we have to reframe, reexamine how we are communicating with people in order to get them to understand uh, how, how voting plays a role uh, in the issues they care about. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it really, when the autopsy of this funky set the state is written, and it may be written sooner than later, 
they're going to be whole pages devoted to what happens when people lose hope. As you said, Reese, this man is a victim. You didn't say that. I'm saying that. He's a victim of too many hits on the football field. By the way, Roland, the way you tore up Stephen A. Smith and him on first take, kudos to that. I'm wondering why no one has asked Herschel Jr. Walker about his former employee that traded his ass for all the Cowboys that won the damn Super Bowls. Ain't nobody asked Herschel Walker about his former master. But at any rate, a victim of too many hits on the football field, a victim of an education system that reached down inside his brain and pulled it out and threw it somewhere in the trash, never to be recovered. And a victim of all these white nationalists who stand by him grinning as they are saying the N-word to all of us by actually campaigning for a man who every human being in the world, including that four-year-old, that one-year-old, and that damn three, four-month-year-old sitting there looking at Obama, no, shouldn't be anywhere near elective office, but should be receiving some of that health care that if he gets in the United States Senate, he will block for the very people who are going to pull that damn lever for him on Tuesday, who will have their limbs amputated because they won't get the insulin that will save their lives, who will not be able to take advantage of the same type of uh, public programs from the federal government that their billionaire masters are taking advantage of. The women and men who work on the railroads, Amtrak goes back to Atlanta. I've ridden that train many times, but for 10 years, I was a daily commuter on Amtrak. And today, Joe Manchin, a punk out of West Virginia, who will probably go to the Republican Party, joined 42 other Republicans to vote against extending a seven-day paid leave to the workers on the railroads. And that legislation could have passed. Why do I bring that up? Barack Obama is, is a major disappointment to me on a many, well, I won't say disappointment. I don't expect anything out of presidential candidates. They're all employees, politicians. And I have my beast with Obama, but I tell you what, since he can never run for election again, he seems to have freed himself up a little bit. And tonight he put it where, as Joe Madison would say, the goats can get it. Election cycles are not one year, two year, five year. This is long distance running. And Barack Obama said it perfectly tonight. You don't just get ginned up for one election and win. Eric, as you were talking about your home state, and Roland, as you're talking about these folks who have not yet come out and vote, and Reese, as you're telling folks you need to get out there and vote, please understand that this early vote, these white nationalists and their complete utter devilment, they cut early voting in half to shrink it down to get it close enough to steal. Barack Obama was laying it out today in terms of the reality. He said, it will be funny, except this guy's running for Senate. So when you look at the fact that over 800,000 people have voted early, but in the 2021 election, 40% of the people who could vote in Georgia had already voted by the end of early voting, and now we're sitting somewhere about 12% of those who could vote. They shrunk it down so they could steal it. If they could have clipped off last weekend, they would have really gotten close, because I got plenty of students at Howard who were at home last weekend. And as you said, Eric, those college students went and voted before they went back to school. That's what they were after. They were after all those students from Penn and Harvard and Howard and A&T and all those Atlanta residents who were at home for Thanksgiving. That's who they were trying to get, because while we're talking about early turnout, these devils are marching to their five-town voting, voting place where there is no line, because part of it is create a funnel effect, so these lines are two and three and four hours because you shrunk the early voting. All this is a plan. Finally, let's be very clear. Warnock wins. Joe Manchin, take your ass to a state where you are literally murdering your voters with your votes, and you go on and switch to the Republican Party. Kristen Sinema 
You take your funky Toonie Loon ass back to Arizona and expect the primary from probably Ruben Gallego, because you've spent your last term in the United States Senate. See, if one wins, Obama just laid it out. 51 is better than 50 for any number of reasons, one of which is... They are playing for all the marbles to white nationalist party now because they realize that if Warnick wins, you've just rendered Manchin irrelevant and you've made Cinema wonder does she want to try to keep a seat that she's going to lose anyway and you might soften her ass up. Let's talk about the fact that Raphael Warnick entered his remarks today, not with John Lewis and all respect to the ancestor, but with Rosa Macaulay Parks from Tuskegee, Alabama. When Rosa Parks sat down on that bus in 1955, she didn't sit so politicians could fly. She sat because she was the youth secretary of the NLACP. She sat because she had been trained at Highlander Folk School in Tennessee. She sat because that triggered a massive boycott. And Roland, as you have sat and had conversations with Fred Gray, and that was only 67 years ago. Uh, happy belated birthday by a day to your mom, Roland. She's 75, hit that diamond. Congratulations to her. At the same time, she was, she was eight years old when Rosa, representing a community, sat. And what happened then, what Warnock is really talking about, it wasn't just the fortitude to stay off the buses for a year. It was the fact that then... In June of the year of 1956, after they had been off the buses for six, seven months, Fred Gray goes into court and decide and, and argues Browder versus Gale. And Browder versus Gale, where you have five black women, including Claudette Colvin, sue in federal court because they didn't include Rosa Parks because that would have been a state issue and they wouldn't have been able to trigger the 14th Amendment. It took them to win Browder versus Gale to empty into the Supreme Court affirming that decision. And then they, when they went back into court, Alabama tried to uh, refile, and the Supreme Court said, no, this is what you call long distance running. We're not going to win this war in this funky place by thinking you can win with one election. But I tell you what, there are moments, and this is an inflection point. And when the autopsy of this funky place is written in 10, 20, 30, 150 years, one of the lines is going to be what happened at moments of inflection when you didn't do what was necessary to defend yourself. And God forbid if Herschel Jr. Walker runs his ass up in the United States Senate as an embarrassment to the whole concept of humanity, threatening women, having forced the people to terminate pregnancies, man don't even know his damn name. He wins? Then we're going to have a different kind of conversation. I'm right with you, Reese. Don't come running then. Your running need to be to the poll on Tuesday. But I do want, want people to understand, and again, I, I'm a firm believer of, in terms of how you keep these things in perspective, we are actually having a conversation about re-electing African-Americans statewide. I mean, I can literally remember the diff having the conversations of the difficulty of black candidates even running statewide. I mean, I'm talking about, look, I, I, I turned 54 this month. I'm talking about, we were having this when Harvey Gantt ran against Jesse Helms for the United States Senate in North Carolina and came very close uh, to beating him. And, and so here we are. Uh, and yeah, the numbers are not, uh, you, you, you know, they have a ton of folks, but you're, but the fact of the matter is, we are, we are now seeing, because of demographic shifts, we are now seeing more African-Americans on the state level 
uh, elected statewide. Uh, these, you know, obviously, uh, U.S. this U.S. 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 Senate race. I still contend. I still contend that, and, and I use the Harold Washington race as a perfect example, um, uh, uh, Erica. Uh, Congressman Harold Washington said uh, to Lou Palmer and others. Uh, y'all got to get X number of people. I think it was a hundred thousand among those lines to register. They did it, and then he was like, "Damn, I guys, we got to run now." Because uh, he, he said, "You know, he put a number out there." The thing that I remember the most was that when it came, when he ran, the percentage of black voters who turned out was extraordinary. It was upwards of eighty percent of all eligible black voters, and and what I am suggesting is that, and I did this the other night when we were in Sandersville, they kept talking. I said, no, 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 let's talk numbers. Let's talk numbers. I said, if X number, if there was a woman who said she had a list of 1,900 people uh, who lived there who did not vote, and I said, you pull that list, that's almost 20% of the winning margin for Biden and Harris in 2020. And see, I, I think we have to be thinking like that. I, I just think that we have to, we have to reframe, redefine how we are having these conversations with people to connect with them. I just think the way it is being done right now is wrong. I, I, I fundamentally believe, Erica, all across this country, that there should be there should be citizenship training classes. Churches should be saying every Saturday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., we're having citizenship training. I, I just think because we just got a lot of people who literally just don't fully understand how government works because they're not being taught. And so they're just like, you know what? I don't care about none of that stuff. I think that's a, a huge role. And when you look at these, these numbers of folks who don't vote, yet when we enlighten them and educate them, that could be the difference, maker. Absolutely. When people are more educated, they're more empowered to make decisions. Um, and we've seen this play very well on other sides. So, you know, listen, I think that that's something that we have discussed here at length, at least on Roland Martin Unfiltered, all of us jointly together and separately. Throw the old playbook away. It does not work. We have talked about how to get out the vote, coming into black communities, doing things at last minute. Going back to the ways in which at least I grew up, I'm 45 years old. I can definitely remember, um, you know, going to um, church all day on Sundays and being in Sunday school and all of those things. So I was really raised in an environment of learning. And that's just how it always was growing up. So citizenship, watching C-SPAN. But even as a kid, if I didn't watch C-SPAN, we had public broadcasting television. And so there was a lot of that that was baked into the programming that we watched as well, too. And then the conversations about current events, having newspapers delivered to our home. So fast forward to being in another day and time where information is consumed quite differently, um, um, differently. There's, th there's still plenty of opportunity, particularly as we see all of these different generations that are represented in the world, that are represented in politics and in um, other different areas that are uh, very important. I would urge people, Reese talked about, you know, the legislation around 
um, um, the health legislation um, that's going to be important for seniors, the Medicare, how Republicans are really wanting to um, break Medicare, make it privatized, right? So that's an issue for seniors, but not only for seniors. As somebody, as you all know, I've been um, open about this, as someone who had um, a life-changing in, um, injury, Medicare comes into play then, right? So it's not just um, people who are seniors. We definitely want to fold that into the conversation because seniors definitely are a community and group that we care about and also bring other people to the conversation to say, you may be 19, 20, 30 years old. However, because of the current pandemic, people that are suffering from long COVID and they're suffering from brain issues, brain injuries, lung, uh, respiratory issues, a, a myriad of different issues, we want them to know that that is why this legislation is important for them as well. So I do believe and think that collectively, Roland, what we've always been talking about, that the organizing, the educating, the making sure that people who don't make money to rent yachts or sell on Instagram or what other social media platform that they do, that people who are going to work, keeping the economy going, those essential workers, people who um, we don't see, but we feel the effects of them having been present and showed up for work, that there definitely needs to be um, education, um, civic education, that is more tailored for them if they work 12-hour shifts, um, you know, multi-generational household. This is an approach that needs to be taken because, honestly, the only thing that Republicans are committed to doing is speeding up their racial, their radicalism, their domestic terrorism, um, terrorist um, tactics that they're continuing to use. So to actually do some preventative work on the digital end and both talking to people in person of what you mentioned, Dr. Um, Reverend Bishop Barber has been doing for quite some time, is going to be absolutely essential, critical, and necessary in maintaining any fragment of democracy. I, I think that, Racy, to, to this point, I really do believe that the work of organizations like Black Voters Matter is critical, but it's also why they have to get the funding also for People's Campaign. Because what they are trying to do is they are trying to create 365 day a year organizations. I fundamentally believe that the mistake politically has been only focusing on the three months before the campaign. And it's like you're having a restart an engine where it has to be this continuous education, training, classes, building that 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 slog. Uh, if, if anybody if anybody um, really takes the time to study the civil rights movement, what they will realize is uh, it was tough. It was tough going black. Jim Crow. And it wasn't until the Voting Rights Act had been passed and all of a sudden numbers exploded. And so this ain't easy work. And that's the key. Right. And I think, unfortunately, folks have only looked at it as, well, let's just get it going, you know, when it's election season. That's why even last year, I was saying to the Biden folk, the day after he got inaugurated, I'm like, y'all let me focus on 2022. Because getting people to understand that, I, I just think that's where we are right now. There is a roadmap, I do believe, to getting our numbers up, but it's going to require a lot of work, a lot of resources, and a lot of time. I completely agree. I mean, what we're what we're seeing is there's a credibility gap 
when it comes to disillusioned and disaffected voters. And part of that is that there is an intentional campaign to disillusion people, particularly black voters, when it comes to disinformation, when it comes to different chaos agent campaigns. I'm not going to name names, but y'all know what they are. And um, those people are much more relentless and much more consistent than when we see political messaging. You know, what people are exposed to is largely algorithm-driven. It's largely driven by what they are interacting with. And so some of this political stuff doesn't necessarily get into their feeds as much. And that's why it requires additional efforts to find the relevancy in people's day-to-day -day lives. And so I get it. I mean, I was just in Florida and I was at this dive bar with a bunch of trailer park folks. And, you know, people missing teeth probably ain't got Medicare because or Medicaid because they didn't expand Medicaid down there in Florida. And uh, Ron DeSantis just won handily. And I, I was looking around and I mean, maybe this sounds elitist to me, but I was like, I get it why these people, you know, don't feel like let me vote for Charlie Chris and get some Medicare, Medicaid so I can have some teeth in my mouth or my leg don't get amputated. They sitting up there enjoying their $3 beers, karaoke and singing Fleetwood Mac. And that's life for them. They ain't, they ain't thinking about getting more to $7.25 an hour, et cetera, et cetera. So there is a large section of people who just getting by, who are, you know, they don't really see a connection between politics and improving their lot on life. If they can get their $5 Jägermeisters or $3 Coronas, they all sit. That's, that's a win for them on that day. And so what we have to do is connect the dots for people. That's not a campaign ad. That's not even a rally. And that's not a, a, a last-minute situation. There has to be this constant engagement, not just from organizations, but from politicians themselves. Stop being afraid of black media. Stop being afraid of giving somebody um, a soundbite that Republicans are going to run with. Come talk to your people and make yeah. yourselves known and your presence relevant to their lives, and you won't have as much work to do on Election Day getting people to the polls. That's right. Um, Greg, again, I think for a lot of people, um, and I'm going to keep saying this until I'm blue in the face, that if you do not have sustained voter education, if you do not literally have classes connecting the dots and walking people through, then we're going to be having the same conversation. And sure. we have to... We have to impress upon our people because the numbers don't lie. Literally, if we take black participation from 40, 45, 48 percent to 70 percent, we literally clean house. The numbers yeah. don't lie. Yeah. No, you're right, Roland. I mean, you know, it, it, it's really disheartening. It's really disheartening thinking about the things that people, if they are aware of the relationship between voting for specific politicians and part and policies, the things that will improve their lives, the gap between that and the reality is disheartening. And, 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 and Reese, you said this and Erica as well, the playbook has to be thrown out. Rappers and entertainers having rallies, that's great. But people really aren't responding to that. What you've said is absolutely the only way that you can engage in protracted struggle. There are no days off. And as Paul Robeson said, there, there, there is no sheltered rear. So when you look at a Rosa Parks, for example, to go back to that, she was part of the 
NAACP, E.D. Nixon and them organized 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And when they formed, it wasn't the Montgomery Bus Boycott Committee, it was the Montgomery Improvement Association, which led to the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. And you had a strong network of black churches, black media, as you're always making us, black newspapers, not only in Birmingham, but the Atlanta Daily World, when they move SCLC headquarters in Atlanta. I mean, these black institutions kept this going, and it was 24-7 52 weeks out of the year, Septima Clark and the Citizenship Education Program coming out of South Carolina, where she linked citizenship to literacy. And one of the first things they do is start working on reading the uh, the Constitution. Esau Jenkins from the Sea Islands joining her. And then when that gets brought into SCLC, and you've interviewed so many of these folk over the years talking about this, it is a 24-7 campaign in Tuskegee, where Ms. Parks was from. I was just rereading uh, Jesse Guzman's book on the Tuskegee Civic Association. One of the members of that association, many of these folk worked at Tuskegee, but many of them just rather rank and file black folk in Russell County and Tuskegee, around there, farmers. You know, that's where Dr. Gamillion, Charles Gamillion came from that filed the voting rights suit, Gamillion versus Lightfoot, that made the Supreme Court, that destroyed gerrymandering in the city of Tuskegee and laid the foundation for the 15th Amendment standing up and saluting before the Voting Rights Act. But as you said, they didn't start that two weeks before, or six months before, or even a year before. This is long distance running fighting. And you're absolutely right, Reese. I mean, these white nationalists, and you've said this many times, Roland, I know Adam Harris, our brother, has written about it at the, at the Atlantic. The cruelty is the point. The damn railroads were about to be shut down because workers have been screaming bloody murder for years. I'm not just talking about the people that punch your ticket. I mean, the people who are out there busting their ass right now in this cold so you can eat food and go to the grocery store so you can go. These people have been screaming bloody murder. It took the federal government intervening, and they brokered a contract, but they had a rider, a separate bill, that said, will you please give us some paid leave? Only six days paid leave. Joe Manchin, you punk-ass piece of human, mm, voted against it. I'm going to tell you, Joe Manchin voted against it, and you know who voted for it? You know who were the six among the six Republicans who voted for it today? Marco Dan Rubio. Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz voted for it. They say you're screwing the working class, and guess who else voted for it? Bernie Sanders. See, some things are beyond, are beyond. This is human decency. The feds got involved because they get ready to shut the railroads down. So they forced these people to accept this contract they had negotiated, and in human cruelty, they wouldn't even pass a law to let these people have six damn days paid off to work. F the United States of America forever, as far as I'm concerned, because see, I'm the son of an enslaved person. When this shit go away, I won't shed a tear. I hope I live long enough to see it disintegrate. But if you don't understand that we are not fighting for America, we are fighting self-defense. Gary Chambers called you, brother. Louisiana, North Carolina, and Georgia saw the numbers of black voters in these election cycles over the last several years go down. We're not rallying for America. We're rallying for our self-defense. And there are enough of us if we go out and do this one thing. There are enough of other people in this country that will join with us and you won't have to live through a moment that when this thing falls apart and you say, oh, uh, now, now, here's another type of civic education. Can you shoot a gun? Can you fight the whole damn army and the police in every fucking state you got in every city? Can you fight them all? Because that's the civic education you're going to need if you don't take this civic education seriously. Trust me. There is no alternative. I know my revolutionary friends will say they are. At me. We can talk all day and all night, baby, and I'll take your chapter and verse. Hmm. <laughs>
Absolutely, folks. Uh, that is it for us. As I said, we are we are here in Georgia, literally on the road. We're in Fort Valley State, heading back to Atlanta right now. Uh, we will be tomorrow's uh, last of early voting. We'll be in Georgia visiting some early voting locations tomorrow. Uh, and then our team will be headed to Jackson, Mississippi, covering the SWAC championship, the pregame show, uh, part partnering with General Motors on Saturday morning. So we'll be broadcasting from there. We'll be back in Georgia on Sunday, be here Sunday, Monday. And, of course, we'll be here election night Tuesday, uh, broadcasting from the Warnock uh, uh, campaign uh, headquarters uh, on Tuesday night. And so, folks, uh, look busy. If you know anyone in Georgia, uh, give them a phone call, send them a text, uh, tell them they need to vote. Vote early. Don't wait until Tuesday. Cast their ballot and bring five to ten votes with them as well, because every vote absolutely is going to count. Uh, Erica, Reese, Greg, I certainly appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Folks, we were supposed to have uh, folks, we were supposed to have the uh, Southern University um, um, uh, student body president on, but uh, but the uh, the rally went went over, and so we're going to try to get them on. It's a special time tomorrow. I'm going to be broadcasting tomorrow, y'all, at 4 p.m. So here's what's going on. Uh, I am going to one of the presenters at the Urban One Honors. They're taping the Urban One Honors at 6 p.m. So I will be actually live tomorrow on Roller Martin Unfiltered from 4 to 6, and of course we'll restream it later as well. But tomorrow I'm live from 4 p.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern tomorrow uh, on Roller Mark Unfiltered. And then, of course, we'll be restreaming it because uh, I'll be participating and presenting uh, the, the award to Congresswoman Maxine Waters uh, at the Urban One Honors, which will air on MOK Day uh, on TV One. Folks, that is it. Don't forget, download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Also, please join our Green Funk fan club. You can support us. Uh, and first of all, hit on YouTube, hit the like button right now. Okay, we should hit a we should hit a thousand likes before I sign off. Uh, so your check-in money order, the P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollinsmartin.com, rolling at rollinmartinunfiltered.com. And get your copy of my book, White Fear, How the Brownie of America's Making White Folks Lose Their Minds, available at Ben Bella Books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Indie Books, Bookshop Chapters, Books a million and target you can also download your copy on audible uh, you can order through your favorite black bookstore as well folks that's it so appreciate it thank you so very much uh, i'll see you tomorrow Holla. xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Dare. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.